Hi guys and welcome back to Coffee with Danny. I know you miss me, I'm sorry, but I'm back. So I think we're gonna have to make this monthly because honestly, I'm so overworked at the moment and just trying to balance everything is becoming extremely difficult. So for the while, the podcast is gonna be monthly. I have so many pre-recorded episodes and it's actually frustrating me that I just don't have the time at the moment to physically edit and pull these out for you but let's focus on this one for now. So today's interview is with Georgia and Verity. They are both the owners of Sugar Tits London. And honestly, when I came across the brand initially, I was like, do you know what? I fucking love this because I'm just, you know, I love those like sparkly pink millennial things as we all do, but the actual message behind the brand is so powerful. And the fact that a brand has the balls to just put frigging Sugar Tits in their name, I just thought was incredible. So if you guys don't follow them already, make sure you go and check them out on Instagram. It's at Sugar Tits London. And they essentially make the coolest confectionery in town they work with the most amazing brands for brand events and also retail their own products so i'm super excited to bring that interview to you and it's a bit different you know we haven't really had anyone that's like started a confectionery company before on the show so it was really cool to speak to the girls and see like their insight and how they're actually building it to being such a freaking empire it's so inspirational you're gonna love the interview and i guess we'll have a little bit of a life catch-up quickly so life is great life is crazy blog podcast everything there's so many things going on it's actually insane and I really miss having the girls on the show with me and I promise we're going to make it happen but it's just crazy like since everyone's like graduating and it's been a year since I left uni now and I'm finally you know really hitting this like full-time working craziness is hitting me and it's really hard to balance all the creative things you want to do on the side and I'm really seeing how people you know drop off the creative scale and kind of just get stuck into their jobs essentially but I really really don't want to be that person and I absolutely love having my creative outlets and it's really important to me that I maintain them so please keep holding me accountable and please continue to tweet me and comment on my Instagram pictures and be like bitch where is the podcast bitch when are you gonna post on YouTube again because I need you guys to ensure that you know I still do these things and they are really important to me and I miss it so much other than that I guess one thing I did really want to discuss is something that kind of riled me on Twitter I'm going to try not to rant, but we're going to talk about unpaid internships. And this is something we discussed in the interview. Also, this whole factor of, you know, knowing your worth and when do you stop working for free? And it's really hard as a creative to be that person that's like, no, this company is willing to pay for me. So I'm not going to work for free. And I want to reach out to all of the new graduates at the moment or, you know, all of you guys that are maybe still at uni or not even at uni, but just not sure what you want to do and just really understand your worth there's a lot of companies out there that will still unfortunately take advantage of you and have you work for free know your worth it's a bit different if a company's asking you to do you know two days travel expenses covered and if that's something that you really want to do fair enough but if someone is asking you to come and work full-time for them without a promise of an hourly rate please 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 speak to someone and know your worth and just tell them and be like i'm not willing to do that until people stop saying no to these things companies are going to continue to do it and especially in the creative industry people will take the piss and it's really not fair so guys please know your worth speak to people you can friggin' email me if you want i don't mind (laughs) but just really really know your worth and understand that you should be getting paid especially for your creative work don't let people take the piss out of you okay now we're going to get into it (laughs) let's go to the interview and i'm so excited introducing sugar tits london Hi guys and welcome back to Coffee with Danny. So in this episode I'm sitting down with the founders of Sugar Tits London, Verity and Georgia. Welcome to the show guys. Thank you. <laughs> it's so nice to sit down with you guys at last. So 
let's just get started, you know, let's just jump straight into it. So Sugar Tits London, who wants to tell everyone that's listening to the show if they don't know what it's all about? Oh, yeah, that's my cocktail. Thank you. Thanks so much. Go girls, tell us. Um, basically, we make really sassy, out there, kind of for the Instagram generation, sweet treats for like fashion brands and press days and sometimes photo shoots. And yeah, it's the kind of thing you need to see it to understand it, I think. No, definitely. The visuals that you guys have like perfected are amazing. And I think if anyone is looking to start their own, not even just like confectionery and food kind of business, branding in general, you can learn so much from your guys' actual branding and how strict you are and what you've actually created is amazing. So let's go back to the very beginning. So did you guys grow up in London? Did you move down here? Did you go to uni? Tell me everything. Set because um, we both actually originally trained as actresses. Oh, amazing! And we just bonded over our love for Dolly Parton, and we were both very, very greedy. Yeah. So every time there was a break, we would run out and get snacks, and then just so cool. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's how that's how we met. Yeah, so I and um and then obviously i met georgia after drama school yeah when i was in like one of the first plays that we did but georgia you came from brit yeah i went to the brit school and to lambda okay cool studied like straight theater yeah, yeah. So I don't think we would have met otherwise. No, like no that's we, really we, different. So what did you do for met. your undergraduate? It wasn't performing so arts or? Ah, oh, interesting. Yeah. But I dropped out. Ah, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I dropped out. I dropped out. Hey, but uh, you found your passion, through. right? Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, I, I I never really wanted to go to university that much, but I think my parents were like, no. Yeah. We've wasted all this money on sending you to a boarding school. Now don't you will go. Now. Yeah. <laughs> But I did anyway. So, so I'm guessing after school slash university, you moved to London yeah. and you came to Brit School. Did you grow up in London? Uh, well, just on the outskirts. Oh, okay, cool. Did you like move in, like move away from home to like go to Brit School or were you no, kind of no, commuting no, so in? No, Brit was only like 15 minutes. Oh, oh that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Georgia only moved out of home like a year ago. Yeah, oh. like central. Oh my God, how do you yeah. feel? Mm. Yeah, Rent's a bitch, right? Independent woman now. <laughs> That's awesome. So I hear that you guys didn't just like start your business straight away as Sugar Tits London. So do you want to tell us a bit, you know, where it all started? Well, I think, yes, as Georgia said, it started when we first met and we basically bonded over being really greedy and loving Dolly Parton. But also, neither of us had any money because when you're (laughs) trying to be an actress, you just go to those auditions, not much happens, and you have to have a kind of crappy job that you don't want. Yeah. So we just came up with the genius idea one day that instead of having a crappy job, we would try and like, like sell hampers as kind of like corporate gifts and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) And um, we would make everything that went in them, and they'd be really traditional, really Englishy, and like tourists are gonna love it with our idea. Because I lived on Portobello Road, we thought we'd get a stall. We just had this big plan, 
And, um, and it was, you actually cannot get a stool unless it's been like passed down in your family for like a hundred years. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, so that never <laughs> happened. Interesting. And it was just, it started very much with, you know, people's parents kind of taking pity on us and buying it oh. like Christmas gifts for people, birthdays. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. Pity purchases. <laughs> anyway, and obviously that can't go on forever. Eventually like, you know, the real world needs to like go stuff. So we were putting things on Instagram and then I think that's when yeah, we first kind of became aware of Instagram and yeah. our stuff that we were making just really wasn't very pretty. It was like navy blue and cream. There was just nothing yeah. interesting Lots about of it. Like brown twine. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Compared to now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So then we were like, basically, we we're like, if we want to, I think we just kind of subconsciously realized like the benefit Instagram would have for us like we didn't realize how much it would help but we were like if this is what people are into our stuff really doesn't look like that and we we're looking at things and we're loving other people's work and so why don't we make our things yeah. more similar and there was like in Australia there's quite a big food movement of all that bright colored stuff yeah. and really cool crazy stuff and we loved it and no one was doing anything like that in England mm -hmm. so we uh, took our inspiration from there and then it just kind of took off. Everyone started liking our stuff. It's pretty awesome that you kind of like looked at social media and saw what was kind of going on. Yeah. Like I'm guessing it's kind of like the Melbourne food scene because they're so yeah, fucking exactly. cool. Melbourne, it's like, so cool. yeah. And, and just would, seeing, you know, yeah, taking. And we would send our stuff to like maybe like like wedding planners and stuff. And a oh, lot awesome. of them would be like, oh, we were wondering when people were going to start doing this in yeah. England. So like the multicolored chocolates and things. So they were, you know, there was lots of people wanting our kind of stuff and they couldn't get hold of it either. Of course. This is the type of thing I can just imagine like all those brides like on Pinterest, like, yeah. oh, like if you want like a cool wedding and you're seeing this stuff and no one's there bringing it, then you guys just really, really find that niche, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, what were like the main challenges when you started baking I guess like because um, we're not like professional chefs yeah. yeah a lot of trial and error yeah that's the thing I think we tell people that this all the time it's like I, I went I did like a cooking course just but like literally it was like a month long and okay. that was just because my granny gave it to me as a present when I was like 21 or something it's a great gift um, because she knew I was really greedy and I'd always loved baking and then Georgia used to like make stuff all the time at home and we just we yeah basically Georgia just was the the decorating one, the yeah. one who would do the decoration. Cause she had a cousin who had a baking business, like a small baking business oh, okay, on the cool. side, and she kind of taught her and stuff. Yeah. And I would do the baking, and then now we just share everything. But I was gonna say, do you still have the same roles, or you yeah. kind of split between you? But yeah, there was a lot of trial and error because we just we were winging it a bit. <laughs> and how did you guys kind of go about, you know, like kind of finding your market because I see you know on your Instagram you do a lot of cool work with like big brands and PR companies so how did you kind of create that kind of channel to have those really great sources yeah oh very cool lots of fashion and beauty PR people came to their event yeah and then from there on it was just yeah like ripple so effect that, yeah. yeah so we did that one that first ever one was for free and we were obviously so excited to be of course yeah and we were like oh will you make some things and then it really does show like you should definitely say yes to stuff like that at first like definitely but there comes a point where you need to like also put your foot down and be like no uh, what we're making is actually worth I'm so glad you've raised this point free. yeah because obviously everyone that's in a creative role knows there's this whole like work for free get exposure thing yeah. and you kind of have to draw the line essentially so when did you guys kind of realize 
okay, you're kind of taking the piss now yeah. because people actually want our product yeah. and we know it's worth something. I think it's when GHD got in touch and we were like, hang on. If GHD like want our stuff and um, they're gonna pay us for it, then like big, you know, like big brands want us, they're ready to pay for it. So yeah. like, why should we do things for free for people? Especially, and it's not like it's creative snobbery, but like, no. you know, we have to look at how many followers do they have. Exactly, it's just ROI, social, like, basic marketing, you know I mean? yeah. So and also, we spent a lot of hours. Yeah, of course, it's, it's your labor, it's the yeah. ingredients. Yeah. Even like the utilities to keep the lights on, like I know, yeah. People forget that. I think they think that we can give stuff away for free in the same way that pop chips can give away like tons and tons. Yeah, of, of course. At an event, we're like we don't have a warehouse full of our snacks. <laughs> oh, if only. I mean, yeah, yeah of course. And I mean, I think one day, you know, we're really hoping that we will like yeah. have that, you know, and we would be able to sponsor on a big level. But right now, it is literally just the two of us, like grinding away. Oh, it's so cute, though. I love the story. I think it's great. So I hear that you guys, you know, are taking your business in the next the next step, next yeah. direction. How would you define, like, your development as a business? Like, what have you found as the business has grown? What have you done to help it develop, basically? Um, I think we've... Yeah, we're just, you know, we're, like... I think we've, we've recently had some, like people come along who are interested in us and they're now our business partners okay so they're helping us take it in like uh, the direction so it won't just stay like a niche kind of you know little handmade bakery thing they want to take it to a level where like yeah can I ask a quick question about that so obviously it's something that happens to a lot of people when your business starts taking off and business partners try to approach you how did you guys know who you've chosen are the right people for you um, I know this is a really hard question. I'm sorry. I well, think it's because our food's like quite fashion-led and they own a, a, fashion, a fashion brand. Okay. Fashion brand. So they, and they said that to us. And they and completely got, like, they got it. They yeah. basically said, we don't want to change anything about it. We love what we see. It's fashion, not food. Really. And and we yeah, like, exactly. That's it. Nail on head. And when they said that, we were like, yes. Our yeah. people. And they, At this point, we were, we were still the unhampered girls. Yeah. And it um, was so No way. Yeah. I came up with the sugar tip. Yeah. Amazing. And like completely separately. So, so they, we were like, it's meant to be. Yeah, yeah no, seriously. They, I didn't realise they'd come in before the rebrand. Yeah, That's so amazing. They said, you guys, that he basically said, and he's like 50 years old, you know, like he's at least, you know, you wouldn't expect him to be like, have like strong opinions yeah. on what's basically a really kitsch, like, you know, girly <laughs> brand. But he was like, girls. You when you know, you know. Name. He was like, the name is just not reflecting what you do. I can he's just like, imagine you two like, super young, super casual, <laughs> super fashionable, and this old man's like, you've got to ditch the name, baby. Yeah. And you're like, huh? Like, he, is actually, he, is, he is actually really cool. Like, he dresses really cool. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm sure. His, he works in fashion. And his wife is like, she is super cool. Trendy. Oh, she's like, the babe. She's like, like ten of like fifteen years younger and super trendy. So she keeps him like with his eye. I love it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we went away and Georgia, as it like comes to me the next day, and she's like, "What do you think of sugar tits?" And she's kind of like joking. And I was like, "I literally love that." And I was like, "No, for real, I love that." We we went through lots and lots of different names. For oh, I dread the yeah. thing. Like, um, like nightclubs, like yeah. CD nightclubs. Yeah, so many I mean, ones. Sugar Tits also does sell. Yeah. Like. No, <laughs> but it's great. I fucking love it. We literally couldn't come up with anything else that we liked. And like, there were a few naysayers. George's mum was like, you can't no, do it. Don't no, do Trish, it. Can I just make a request for t-shirts? 
we yeah, need yeah, t-shirts. Yeah, I even would have like the jogging pants with like yeah. you know the Thrasher I flames on my ass. Like I'm all over like, it. Um, yeah, like workout bras. Like yes, mm, like a sports bra. Sports bras with sugar tits on, and then we like sell them in our shops. So you come in for like a really sugary snack, and then you like, wear your sugar tits. Just the you know the <laughs> juxtaposition. I love it. Why not? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think the name. The name definitely has done what we want it to do, which draws attention yeah. and people remember it. We have had some problems with it. Like some brands have said that they won't tag us and stuff. So we did an enormous order of candy floss for a particular brand. And um, part of like kind of when we were trying to work out the costings and stuff for it, one of the things that we were kind of willing to drop the cost of it was if we could have our branding on it, like spun oh by God. sugar tits okay. on it. And they went away and they came out and they were like, look, they've just said no, it's 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 against brand and stuff. And even to the point where they, they wouldn't tag us sugar tips on wow. like, their social media and stuff. So that kind of that sucks. sucks. I just think like, um, like people are like, I just thought everyone was cool Tits are that. tits. But like, tits yeah. are tits. Also, it's it's nothing like, risque, like... How many pairs of tits must they walk past in a day? <laughs> That's so fucking annoying. Sorry, it's annoying yeah. me. Also, companies house refuse to register sugar tits. I was going to ask you about this, actually. Okay, interesting. Because I saw, I was looking at something for one of my friends that's registering a new brand. And I didn't realize, actually, how strict it was. Because she wanted bitch in the oh, name. Really? And they're like, and they have that. absolutely not. Oh, my God, are you joking? I think she can have a bitch. Or, like, bitch. Yeah, I was like, yeah. no, like... Bitch is bitch. <laughs> but it, it is weird though, because I just think like, it's kind of like, but we're owning it. Like if we're, if we're saying it's okay to say sugar tits, exactly. and like, who are you to like tell Say it's not. not. Like, I mean, we essentially are the sugar tits. We're two girls, <laughs> we make sugar, we have tits. Like, we've got no problem with it. Who do you guys like look to for advice before you, I don't know, maybe you probably still have other people outside of your business yeah. partner, but who do you kind of go to for advice? Do you have um, advisors? I think we spend a lot of time on the phone to our dads asking for advice. Yeah. That's great. And your sister. And my sister. Yeah. Yeah. My sister, she worked before she had her baby. She worked in like branding. Oh, and awesome. And she's really, really good at writing. So, and she gets our tone of voice because she knows the like, the way we want it to sound. So when we were writing like cover letters to like send off to brands yeah. and things like that, or our sort of press releases, she would help us a lot with that because she knew how we like the kind of tone of yeah, voice tone of that stuff. to have. But in terms of practical stuff, we're constantly on the phone to our dads. Like George's <laughs> dad is like constantly like having to like help out to make things like donut walls for us. Yeah. I like, love work it. Work out like measurements yeah, and things. Yeah, he, he loves getting involved. Yeah. So is your dad. And I like so cute. Yeah, we get them to do quite a lot of our work that we don't know how to do or that we're really impractical <laughs> I love it. where do you guys look other than instagram for like creative inspiration um, you know and you're like stuck in a rut <laughs> yeah pinterest I is think great it's also just like it's also just the kind of stuff we would like to wear yeah or like all the accessories and stuff and it just yeah, kind of like when we're shopping yeah inspires like what we would want to make because it is our target consumer is basically pretty much ourselves yeah. but like everyone else or like all the people <laughs> who like we admire what they wear and stuff like that we really like it but 
It's not like it's not chic. There is nothing chic about sugar tits. It's very like lies, tongue in cheek, <laughs> and like in your face. So I think yeah, any other brands that make things similar, we just love it. Like Skinny Dip, we love, love Skinny Dip because yeah. it's literally like the accessories version. Of I was like gonna say it's so yeah, it's and we've, so we've sugar worked tits. With them quite a few times, and awesome. they're literally like oh, it's like our perfect ever. What is your like big dream for Sugar Tits? Where do you guys want to take the brand? Um, you got big dreams for Sugar Tits. Yeah, I just want to move into fashion. Yeah. Why not? I think yeah. I'm really gonna come into my own. Yeah. I think yeah. We just want to have a bit of a little Sugar Tits, not a little, a big Sugar Tits number. So that in the sort of short term, what we really want to do is be able to like like outsource what we do so we can get it made on like a bigger scale of course so we're designing the treats and everybody cool but we want to get them stocked in like shops yeah and you know you've got to buy your friend a present like you go and get her like whatever like a phone case and a some makeup and you're like and you get something from sugar tips i think that's cute super cute stocking fillers yeah but in the long term yeah we want to have like accessories like yeah, clothes. everything. Sugar I, tits I take over. We should have a whole range of like really sparkly kitsch bakeware. We need t-shirts <laughs> at a, least. I want a big sparkly like mixer. <laughs> Who needs a kitchen aid? Yeah. Who needs a kitchen aid? It's like yeah. I sugar love it. That's, That's awesome. <laughs> So now we're going to go into the quickfire round and the first question we'll ask you is if you could go for dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would you go with? Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton every time. I love it. We know Dolly. Dolly every time. Um, (laughs) She's fab. Just like screw the other two, just Dolly. (laughs) Dolly from all her different places in her life. Spend no time with Dolly. Um, Dolly Parton. Else. I mean, obviously Tom Hardy because I'm convinced oh, yeah. that he's going to fall in love with me. Yeah, me too. It sucks. He was already taken. Um, oh, I'm really convinced Will I Am would want to be my friend. I'm oh. absolutely convinced me and Will I Am. Why not? Would like a house on fire. So Why not? And I think with Dolly there, she would just like. They would literally just be like, he would be like tapping the beat on the table. She'd be like singing nine to five. I don't know because I can't dance or sing. Yeah, yeehaw. Loving it. Anyone else, Georgia? No. You're happy with this table? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. If you knew the world was going to end in 24 hours, you've got an unlimited budget, but you can't tell anyone, what would you do with your last day? Go to Dollywood. Dollywood. Hold on, this exists? (laughs) Yeah. Where? It's like a theme park that Dolly Parton made in Tennessee. and it literally. How did I not know this? That's why I want to go for Oh, food. How did I not know that exists? Um, she literally like employs like 95% of Tennessee. Like, oh, know, that's so, so cute. cute. Oh, I didn't know that exists. Okay, we just had a hamburger and fries and sweet potato wedges come to the table. So if you hear us munching, that's what it is. <laughs> no, it's fine. Go for it. I'm sure everyone will appreciate it. <laughs> so if you guys were going to be any fictional character, who do you think 
you would be? It's a hard question. Let me give you some context. So one of the girls the other day said she would be Dora the Explorer because she's just like down bitch, not afraid, out there, willing to see everything, try everything. I fucking love that. I want to be Dora. I would be... I'm like a massive Harry Potter dork. Okay. So like, it's got to be someone in Harry Potter. I'm just thinking which which one of them. Problem is, I sense I would be in Slytherin. Oh. So. I can't see you as Hermione. I'm no, so glad you've just Hermione. ruled that out straight away. You're not Hermione. Yeah. I'm not sure, but definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that were, were uh, Hogwarts a real place, I would have got my letter. I would have yes. Been I am a wizard. Go on, George. Who are you? You wouldn't be her. Okay. No. Are you that person? You don't want to be that girl. No, hang on, wait. Who do you love? What's that one that you were showing me? Like Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Would you be one of them? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be one of them. I'm her. I actually don't know which one's Romy and which one's Michelle. But you're either. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you're like I don't know it's good you're Romeo and Michelle and I'm a wizard it's a really good combination oh my god if you were gonna die and they made a film of your life who would you want to play to be you does that make sense yeah, who would you want I to play you all the time the problem is I cast everybody else in my life in my head and I'm not yeah having, it's really hard to find me. yourself um who would play me in <laughs> Hello, give me the gig. I know everything about you. Do you think you could do it really well? Yeah. All right, we're gonna play each other. Yeah, we play each other. I like it. Oh One sec. How many years you have you guys known each other then? Um. So oh, I mean, wait. Like I know like it's six years. I think. Oh yeah. my I gosh. Georgia like, has no contact. My whole time. life. <laughs> She's my soul sister. <laughs> You guys have been great guests. I've actually thoroughly enjoyed this. It's not coffee with Danny, it's espresso martini and dinner with Danny. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything that you guys, I don't know, got coming up that you want people to know about? And um, then, you know, anything cool you want to well, shout about? I think, yeah. What we're kind of working on next is trying to do our like videos and stuff like that. Nice. And get them out. But we're trying to go down a different route because there's a lot of baking videos out there and like just like a lot Tiny of Tiny Kitchen. Thing. So have you seen Tiny Kitchen? No. Oh my god. Oh, on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I have. I'm well, newly then. obsessed. You need to find it on yeah, they Facebook. Make I saw so tiny churros last night. Oh, God, I was I fascinated. <laughs> Sorry. Dream. Tell me what else you want to shout about. <laughs> yeah, we just, I think we're, we're going to start when our new kitchen is finished. Woo! And we can have it all sugar titsy how we want it to be. We're going to start filming from there. And I think what we're going to try and do is like make it about how we kind of make all our stuff like look really fun and really cool. So it's Love like it. teaching people how to like make the sprinkles yeah, like sass, do the like glitter sass up the food I'm excited rather already rather than the actual nitty gritty of baking because there's a lot of that out yeah there. definitely so this is all about do you want to make your stuff look really cool yeah this is how you do it I love it that's so exciting and last just want to plug all your social media website where people can find you where they can buy you very importantly um 
can talk Sorry, about Apple Burger. No, it's uh, alright, Georgia, go for our it. Our website is currently under construction, but okay. it's uh, www.sugar-tits at, no, not at, that's <laughs> sugar-tits.co.uk. Awesome. And then we have our Instagram, Sugar Tits London, and that has a link to our Shopify. Perfect. So you can buy stuff on there. But Twitter, yeah. Sugar Tits London, L. Yeah, LDN London. Okay. It will all be in the description of the show anyway. So if you guys do want to click through directly, just press read more and you can click through to the Shopify, Twitter, Instagram, you know, all that jazz. Thank you guys so much. This has been so much fun, honestly. Thank you.